0: day four of our look together through Revelation chapter one. We're going to focus on verses 12 to 16 today. And in in that look at these verses, we're going to look at the emphasis of the book of Revelation. I don't want you to miss the emphasis, the main character, the center of the book of Revelation. As you read through this book, the beast, a beast is mentioned 37 times in this book. A throne is mentioned 41 times. Angels are mentioned 71 times. But the focus is not on the beast. The focus is not on angels. It's not even on the throne. The focus is on the one who's on that throne. The focus of the book of Revelation, he's on every page in one way or another. The focus is on Jesus. He's called the Son of Man. He's called the Lamb. He's called the rider on the white horse as we read through this book. He is the central person in the book of Revelation. If the book of Revelation were a movie, Jesus is the main character. He's so much the main character that every other character, they're they're not just a minor character in the plot. They're not even noticed after you walk out of the movie theater. The only one you remember is Jesus Christ. Don't miss that. To miss Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation, it's like going to New York Harbor and not seeing the Statue of Liberty. It's like going to Mount... Rushmore and only noticing the trees is like standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and only seeing a trail of ants at your feet. Don't miss Jesus Christ. From the very beginning in the book of Revelation, we are focused on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read for you verses 12 to 16. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands, and standing in the middle of the lampstands was the Son of Man. He was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were bright like flames of fire. His feet were as bright as bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves. He held seven stars in his right hand, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth, and his face was as bright as the sun in all its brilliance. These verses, verses 12 to 16, they're a description of Jesus Christ. And what a description. Now, as you study the entire Bible, you see that much of what's said here draws upon the Old Testament in describing Jesus Christ, especially the book of Daniel. I've just read these verses for you. Let me read a couple of passages from Daniel, and I think you'll see what I mean. Daniel 7.13 says, In my vision I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. And then in Daniel 10, verses 5 and 6, I looked up, I saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a dazzling gem. From his face came flashes like lightning and his eyes were like flaming torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice was like the roaring of a vast multitude of people you see that as Jesus Christ reveals himself to John here, he's saying, I am the God. I am the Jesus of the entire Bible. I am the Jesus that's come for all people. I am the Jesus that from beginning to end has come to give salvation to mankind. He wants us to get this picture. Now, let's just walk through it together, this picture of who Jesus Christ is. And as we walk through it, don't just think about, oh, that's interesting. I want to think about it, and I encourage you to think with me. How can this be made real in my life today, these characteristics of Jesus Christ? He is the Son of Man, one like the Son of Man. What does that mean? It means that Jesus Christ became human. He is God, and He is also man. He came and was born at Bethlehem. He lived His life for us. He came to let you know, to help you to see that He can understand everything that you're facing. And maybe you need to know that today. That's who Jesus is. This picture of Jesus Christ, the Bible says he had a robe that reached to his feet. He had a gold sash. This picture of a robe and a gold sash, it is a picture of the kind of garment that was worn by a priest, a priest in the Old Testament. And these verses remind us that Jesus is our high priest. That means he's the one who can forgive my sins because of what he did for us on the cross. He's not only our priest, he's also our sacrifice because he gave his life for us on a cross. Maybe today you need to be reminded that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins. Picture that in your life. Or maybe you need to ask him to forgive your sins and realize that he can. He has the power to do that because of who he is. We continue to walk through this picture. Jesus Christ, he has hair that is white like wool. Daniel 7, 9 gives the same picture. As I said, Old Testament to New Testament, we see the picture of who he is. Daniel 7, 9 says, The Ancient of Days took his seat, His clothing was as white as snow, and the hair of his head was white like wool. In this revelation, we're being helped to see who Jesus really is. And this hair that's white like wool is a picture of the ancient of days. Jesus is not only man, he's also God, but it's also a picture of the eternity, the wisdom of Jesus Christ. Maybe you need to know that he's God today, that he is in control even when you're not. Maybe you need to know that he is a God of wisdom today and to ask for his wisdom. In the book of James, we're told that if we need wisdom, we should ask for it, and God will give. Ask for his wisdom for a family decision, a business decision, a decision of your heart. He is the eternal God, the eternal wisdom that I need. As you continue to walk through this picture of Jesus Christ in these verses, the next picture is that his eyes were like blazing fire. The eyes of Jesus Christ. Many times as you read through the Gospels, you see that they pierced to people's souls. And maybe you need that today. Maybe you've been fooling yourself and fooling everybody else, pretending and pretending in front of everybody else, or hiding and hiding from everybody else. You need Jesus Christ's piercing eyes to look through to your soul and let you know he can forgive, he can change, he can bring truth, he can bring hope. To pierce through all the layers you put into your life, to see the real you and let you know that he loves the real you can redeem the real you, can use the real you. Eyes like blazing fire. And then the next picture of Jesus in these verses is that he has feet like glowing bronze. In Ezekiel and Daniel in the Old Testament, this idea of glowing bronze, these feet, they were pictures of power. They were pictures of the glory of God. And feet standing on this glowing bronze, it's a picture of the strength of God's glory in our lives. I need to know that. Sometimes my life, and maybe as you look at your life, you feel the same way. It doesn't look so glorious. It looks pretty routine. It looks pretty ordinary. It doesn't look like I want it to look. That does not change the truth, the fact that God is a God of glory, and that the strength of His glory can be revealed in my life on a day to day basis. I may not see it in the details of my life, but I can see it in the depth of my soul. I can see it in who I am because of who He is. Feet like glowing bronze. And then the next picture is that he has a voice like rushing waters, as mighty as the ocean waves. Many people have said that because John wrote this on Patmos or was encouraged to record it for us on Patmos, that as he he saw this picture, heard it, there was also the, the waves behind him on this small island. But this voice of God was mightier than those mighty ocean waves, it was stronger and louder than that. What does this mean? Again, you look to the Old Testament, Ezekiel 1, 24 and 43, verse 2. The idea of mighty rushing waters is the voice of God. So we're hearing here that the voice of God is speaking to the person of Jesus Christ. He's not only man, he's also God. And the voice of God wants to speak into my life, into your life today. There's a lot of voices that want to speak into your life. Your doubts, other people's praise, other people's failures and attempts to bring you down. There's all kinds of voices, voices of temptation, voices of, in your own life, lacks of confidence or presence of pride. A lot of voices that want to speak. But God's voice is more mighty than all of them. His is a voice like rushing waters. It's a living voice. Powerful voice. So hear his voice today. His voice of hope, his voice of joy, his voice of a different kind of confidence that you could ever build on your own. A voice like rushing waters. This picture goes on. The Bible says he has seven stars in his right hand. We're going to learn later that those stars have to do with the angels who are going to give a message to the church. Jesus Christ holds all of heaven and earth in his hand. I have confidence in him because of that. As you go on in this picture, he has a sharp, Two-edged sword coming out of his mouth. In Old and New Testament, this is a picture of the Word of God. Hebrews 4.12, we're told that the Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. The Word of God speaking into my life and into your life. But not to scare us, not to destroy us, to bring us hope. God's Word defends us. That's how it works as a sharp two-edged sword in our lives. It defends us against the attacks of Satan. But it also in God's love and grace, it also works on us. It sometimes does surgery of the soul so that your heart can be changed in ways that only God can change your heart. That's what the word of God does. And then one final picture in this picture of Jesus, his face as bright as the sun. I I love that picture because I think as I read that picture, I think of John who heard, who saw this revelation. And I think of John during the ministry of Jesus Christ going up on a mountain with Jesus, with a couple other of the disciples. And the Bible says in Matthew 17, 12, as these men watched, Jesus' appearance changed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothing became dazzling white. John had been there on the Mount of Transfiguration. He'd seen Jesus even in his human flesh. He'd seen his face shine like this. And here it is again. So it's unmistakable to John, this is Jesus Christ. Jesus was there on that mountain and Jesus was there on the island of Patmos and Jesus is there in my life today. That's the message of this picture of the book of Revelation. So let's praise him as we pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you are here in my life right now. There is never a moment when I cannot depend on you. So help me to depend on you today, for this day, for the problem that I'm facing, for the wisdom that I need, for the hope that my soul is desperately longing for help me to depend on you today because you you are here thank you jesus in your name amen tomorrow we're going to look at verses 17 to 20 and in those verses we're going to see jesus's personal encouragement as we begin the reading of this book